From the Hensler Financial Studio, this is Cobb Football Friday. Get the inside scoop on all the games. It is Cobb Football Friday. Brian Giffen with John Bednarowski. And here we sit as we are well into region play now. And John, let's look back first at some of the games from this past weekend. And I know you lead with, and appropriately, the Walton North Cobb game. That's one that the Warriors sprinted to a 21-0 lead. Full disclosure, John, I I was on my way to a college football game and I had it on and I was listening to the radio network that I built at North Cobb, 21 to nothing, and I go into the hotel, I check in, I get up in my room, like 11 minutes later, whatever it was, I turn it back on and go to prep for my game the next day and it's 21 all. Yeah, it it turned in a hurry and from what I understand, it was raining during the first quarter. And uh, Walton had some issues. Uh, they had three fourth downs that they went for and were stuffed each time. And uh, North Cub took advantage. Next thing you know, like you said, they're up 21 nothing. Jeremy Hiklinski hit uh, Cameron Lloyd for like a 75-yard touchdown pass to uh, get Walton on the board. Wendell Gregory, four-star linebacker who's heading to uh, South Carolina, Sometime during that second quarter, he forced a couple of fumbles that gave Walton some short fields. Bang, bang, bang. It's 28-21 going to the half. Yeah, definitely an interesting game. And your note here is appropriate. North Cobb 3-3, three and three, but losses to number 1, number 2, and number 10. And if nothing else, this Walton team that had basically run everybody else off the field, they hang on in this one and they win in this one. But there's no question if these two see each other again, it's – very, very likely to be a really good game. We'll see. But uh, we'll move ahead. Osborne, ring the bell, finally gets a region win. That had been a long time in coming as they beat Kennesaw Mountain. Yeah, they got a scoop and score to start the game. They opened the second half kickoff, or second half by returning the kickoff for a touchdown. You always hear about somebody taking the frustrations out on somebody or something. This was one of those games because ended up 35-3. to And what it did is it gave Osborne its first region win since 2011. It was the first win over a Cobb County team since 2004. And uh, this is the first time the program has won as many as six games in the season since 1994. So things are are really looking up for the Cardinals. All right, moving ahead as we're up against it on some time here. McEachern, which started poorly and had a bunch of injuries, they continue to play very well now as they knocked off Harrison. Yeah, you know, this was one of those games that we had circled last week because Harrison 6-0, they were playing some great defense. But McEachern was uh, kind of, you know, starting to hit their peak. They had, you know, wins over Valdosta, Tucker, you know, they were starting to get healthy. For a long time, it looked like it was going to be another one of those 10-7 or 14-7 games. Ended up 28-21. And, uh, you know, McEachern looks looks like they're climbing. And then this last one, we talked about this a couple of moments ago before we get started here. Lassiter was beaten by Roswell 84-6, to and they were down 70 to nothing at the half. You know, halftime is all about adjustments and get everybody back on the same. What in the heck do you say to your team when you're behind by 70 points at the half? I don't know, but, you know, you sit there and, uh, you know, I've been here for a long time now. I'm about to finish. And once football season ends, I'll be here 17 years. 
And kind of like that Walton North Cobb game, it, it was the game that you circled before the season started that everybody was going to want to see. You know, it wasn't that long ago. It was maybe 10 years, 12 at the most. Lasseter and Walton met in the state semifinals for a chance to go to the uh, championship game. You know, I, I'm really hoping uh, that this is, uh, this is the bottom of uh, the lull for Lassiter and that uh, things start looking up because, you know, they were too good of a program for too long to have this happen to them. All right, well, that's your look back at the games from last weekend. We will look ahead at a lot of big ones that are taking place this Friday. First, we'll take a timeout, though. This is Cobb Football Friday from the Marietta Daily Journal. I'm Brian Giffen. He is John Bednarowski, the sports editor of the MDJ, and we're back with more of Cobb Football Friday after this. When it comes to solving complex foundation repair challenges, there's only one name you need to know. Engineered Solutions of Georgia, Atlanta's only foundation repair company with licensed engineers on staff. From foundation repair to waterproofing and drainage solutions, we've got you covered. We work with both residential and commercial clients, and we're committed to providing exceptional customer service every step of the way. And with our state-of-the-art equipment and top-quality materials, you can be confident that your project will be completed to the highest standards. So why settle for for less when you can have the best. Call Engineered Solutions of Georgia today to schedule your free consultation and see how we can help you tackle any foundation repair or waterproofing challenges. Engineered Solutions of Georgia. We guarantee a staple drive foundation. Residential and commercial. Hey, we do it all. ESOG I love technology as much as anybody, but when banks replace people with machines, I had to draw a line. I've been with the same bank for 20 plus years, and as cool as technology is, I believe the relationship you have with your bank is an important one. My wife used to bake cookies for the people who worked at our bank, and they were our friends. But in the last couple of years, they were all replaced by video tellers. Recently, I sold a vehicle and was paid in cash. I went to deposit it and was told my now former bank no longer accepts cash. Okay. That was it for me. I joined Credit Union of Georgia, a homegrown, not-for-profit cooperative that still offers personalized customer service, a network of more than 30,000 ATMs, and convenient locations. Innovation is great, but trust and relationships still matter, particularly where it comes to your finances. Make the switch today. Get more info at cuofga.org. Credit Union of Georgia, the better way to bank. And we're back on Cobb Football Friday. A little bit of a tease here. We remind you that we'll have the Osborne head coach on with John here in just a little bit. But, John, let's dive right into these games. We've got a full slate. Campbell at East Coweta. You know, Campbell, it seems like they haven't played in a long, long time. And the reason is is because they haven't. They've had a double bye, so they haven't played since September 22nd. Hopefully, it's allowed them to get completely healthy. They opened up the season with a power running game that was really solid, uh, and they were just bludgeoning teams with it the first few weeks of the season. This is their region opener. East Coweta, you know, if Campbell wants to make the playoffs, they're going to have to find a way to win one or two of these region games, and uh, this would be a good one to start. All right, and then Pebble Brook is at Carrollton, and obviously Carrollton very highly thought of playing great football. Yeah, you know, the first three games season, Pebble Brook averaged 25 points, and then they got hit 
some injuries uh, on the offensive line. Of course, Dwight Phillips Jr. wasn't playing. He's been uh, available the last few weeks, but they just haven't been able to get him going. You know, the last four weeks, they've only averaged 9.8 points a game. Three times in the last four, the defense has allowed more than 40 points, and that's not a recipe for success uh, as they head to Carrollton to take on Juju Lewis. You know, the Trojans are averaging 47 points a game and allowing only 8.5. They've had three shutouts in their last six games. So Pebblebrook's got their hands full this week. All right, moving along, South Atlanta at North Cobb Christian. And for North Cobb Christian, this is an opportunity to essentially salt the region away. Well, yeah, they can, uh, you know, they can all but claim the number one seed this week. You know, a few other things happening, but they win this. They're 4-0 in the region. They really kind of take a stranglehold. And North Cobb Christian, they've only got two games left to play. They've, uh, you know, they've got the unique situation where they're, Region by week happens to be the last week of the season. So, you know, let's go ahead, win the region, and then get a week off to prepare for the playoffs. All right, and then Kel is at Cambridge, and this one's got a little bit of a revenge tint to it. Kel circled this one before the season. Cambridge came into uh, uh, the stockyard last year and knocked off Kel when it really looked like Kel might have a chance to win that uh, region championship. And this year, the teams are on much different trajectories. Uh, you know, Kel's been uh, bludgeoning teams. Cambridge, they're four and three, but, you know, it's been a struggle for the Bears so far. They beat Centennial last week, 17 to 13. Kel beat Centennial a few weeks ago, 62 to 10. Uh, I'm not saying the transitive property is in effect, but I'm going to go ahead and say I think Kel wins this one and decidedly uh, this week, or decisively, I mean. All right, and then two teams that started very, very well this year, but struggled last week, North uh, well, North Paulding a couple of weeks ago, and then Harrison. The Wolfpack travels to the Hoyas. What are your thoughts on this one? Like you said, Harrison started 6-0. and because of the short region schedule, you know, they got beat by uh, McEachern last week. You don't want to fall to 0-2 because you only have four of these four of these region games, and you sure as heck can't go 0-2 if you want to host in the first round. This is going to be North Paulding's region opener. They were off last week. They got humbled by Walton a couple of weeks ago, so they've had some time to uh, heal up reevaluate a few things so yeah in 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 region 37a it gets late early especially if you start going to all right and then mckeechern at marietta obviously a long time couple of rivals getting together here what are your thoughts on this one well you know the rallying cry behind this one is uh everybody's always asking which is the real mhs during uh during this rivalry week you know marietta's won two of the last three or uh, the last two and three of the last five, excuse me. Before that, McEachern won 10 straight. Uh, this is like the 36th time they'll meet. Uh, McEachern is up, I think, 20 to 14 to 1. 20, 14, and 1. Both teams won the region opener last week. The winner's 2-0 and in region play, in position to claim a home playoff spot. McEachern, or uh, Marietta's defense played very well against 
uh, Hillgrove last week, holding them to only seven points. McEachern, again, they're really getting the running game cranked up, and I think that's going to be the matchup. If McEachern can get the running game going, I think that uh, that would be the difference in this game. So big game, big rivalry. You know, this is one of those that uh, you always look forward to when the season starts. And then in Region 5, Kennesaw Mountain, which comes off the loss to Osborne. They're off to a very tough start, the Mustangs, that is. And now, by the way, they get Walton, who, of course, has steamrolled everybody except North Cobb, but managed to pull that one out last week as well. You know, that was a huge win at North Cobb. And, you know, they did it with a couple of, without a couple of key starters because Macari Bodiford and Wyatt Sonderman uh, did not play in that game. The question for uh, Walton this week is how much of an emotional drop will they have this week coming off of that big win? Can you get back up? I think Walton is built so they don't have those you know, those kind of peaks and valleys when it comes to uh, the way that they prepare for football games. So I, I expect Walton to win this one fairly handily. And then the next one, North Cobb, which looks to bounce back from the loss to Walton. Again, a game they blew tw- a 21-0 lead in. They travel to Wheeler. Yeah, you know, this offers one of the more interesting matchups this week. You got uh, David Eziomume comes in. He's uh, In six games, he's run for 1,053 yards. On the other side, you have the combination of Wheeler's Josiah Allen, who was last year's leading rusher in the county, and Kentrell Brown, uh, they almost have exact equal numbers, like 630 yards apiece, somewhere in there. They've combined for uh, 1248. The way that these two teams run the ball, this game could be over by 9 o'clock. You know, if if they don't turn uh, the quarterbacks loose and just keep it on the ground, this could be one of those old-fashioned Kind of like when you get the wishbone and the wing tee and the whole this and the whole that. But this is going to be one of those key matchups because North Cobb comes off the loss. Wheeler is 5-1. and one. They've played very good football. Their only loss was by a touchdown on the road at a very good North Atlanta program. You know, you would think looking at this that North Cobb should be the overwhelming favorite. You know, this could be a four-quarter ball game. You know, it it could come down to who makes the fewest mistakes. But uh, but again, you know, whichever team runs the ball the best, I think is going to be the uh, the one that comes out on top. And you know, this is going to be a key game for playoff positioning. And, you know, we talked about the excitement about Walton getting the best North Cobb last week. When you look at the potential playoff bracket, that may not have been the best outcome. In in a weird way, if Chalk holds, the number two seed might get the best draw. I'm looking ahead, number one seed in that region in the quarterfinals, looks like it would have to go to Carrollton and then would get if they get past Carrollton, they get the uh, winner of Buford and Mill Creek, whichever one wins that region. It's going to be, well, anytime you have to cross over with Region 8 when you've got Buford and Mill Creek in there, it's going to be a tough sled. But 
in some ways, maybe having the second seed isn't so bad. Well, we'll certainly see. Before we get to Cherokee at Osborne and preview that one, we'll tell you about the other games. Lassiter is at Alpharetta. Boy, Lassiter looking to regroup after a shellacking last week. Hope is at Roswell. Roswell, of course, authored that shellacking. And then Marist at South Cobb, not Perrin at Social Circle. We preview Cherokee at Osborne because we'll have Osborne head coach Salam coming up here in a couple of moments. John, what are your thoughts on this Cherokee at Osborne game? Well, if Osborne wins this game, they're in position to do some, uh, you know, they haven't been in this position since 1994. Right now, they're 6-0. If they win with two wins in the region, I'm not saying it's 100%, but they're in a real good spot at that point for getting one of those playoff spots. You know, the Cardinals technically have never made a state playoff appearance. Uh, there were a couple of times where they played in the region playoffs, which in essence was the first round. And back in, in those days, the state playoffs was only three rounds, but you had to play two rounds of what they called region playoffs in order to get to state. Now it's just five rounds in the state playoffs. So, so technically it would be their first state playoff appearance. They played uh, only five times since 1957 as Osborne won as many as seven games. And that's where they could get to uh, with the win this week. Coach Salam has done a spectacular job over there. And, you know, they did it without a key member of the team last week, I do believe. I don't think uh, quarterback uh, Edward Burr played. So it's been the defense. It's a full team effort getting to this point. And uh, I am anxious to see what they do this week when they host Cherokee. Definitely going to be interesting to see the outcomes of all of these games. Right here, John and I take a break. This is Cobb Football Friday from the Marietta Daily Journal. I'm Brian Giffen. He is John Bednarowski, the sports editor of the MDJ. And we're back with Coach Salam from Osborne after this timeout. Got an electrical project? Powers Electrical Solutions offers a wide range of electrical services, commercial or residential, all over Cobb, Cherokee, Paulding counties, and beyond. Whether it's lighting, electrical upgrades, installations, or repairs, they're the pros to call. Every new service call includes a free safety checkup. Powers Electrical Solutions are the experts for generators, home automation, and outdoor lighting services, too. Call 404-645-6843 now to speak with a licensed electrician and ensure your electrical needs are taken care of efficiently and safely. There's a reason they've won four straight Best of Cobb Awards. Call today at 404-645-6843. Powers Electrical Solutions, powering your priorities. It pays to know your doctor. It pays to know your lawyer. And now more than ever, it pays to know your local real estate professional. Hi, I'm Jeffrey Drake with Drake Realty, and we have seven offices in the metro Atlanta area, including two right here in Cobb County and one at Lake Oconee. I'm the proud leader of over 700 agents here in Georgia, and we pride ourselves in professional service, whether you are the buyer or the seller. Drake Realty makes the home buying process seamless from contract to close. Our agents are a little different. They're not pushing for the quick sale and close. They are pushing for the best price and terms for their client. In other words, Drake Realty fights for you. Now's the time to buy that dream home, vacation home, or new home your family deserves. A lot of real estate agents talk big. Let my team at Drake Realty prove they will fight for you. I'm Jeffrey Drake, and I'd be honored to have my team serve you. Visit us online at drakerealty.com. And remember, it's not how quick you sell or buy, it's what the deal provides for your future. 
And we're back on Cobb Football Friday. Brian Giffen with John Bednarowski. And now it's time for Coach Salam of Osborne to join John. John, take it away. Coach, uh, congratulations on the great start. Uh, 6-0. and Got that uh, long-awaited region win uh, last week with the 35-3 victory over Kennesaw Mountain. What is the atmosphere in the community surrounding this football team right now? Uh, I think there's um, some mixed feelings, uh, all good feelings. One, I think there's kind of a disbelief of like, wow, I can't believe we uh, were actually in a position like this. Um, and then I think there's just um, some relief in, in some ways that, you know, we were able to do something that hasn't been done in a long time. So, and then obviously there's excitement and um, all those are good things. And we are, we're, we're grateful that we're, we're here and have the opportunity to experience it. You know, you came over and took over this program a few years ago and, you know, I don't think there were, you know, they've had numerous coaches over the years and in some, some respects, I don't think the previous coaches knew what uh, you know what was on their plate. Uh, it's pretty obvious that you knew what to expect going in there. Um, you've been able to build the numbers up. Uh, you've been able to teach these kids how to play football. Uh, you've given them a sense of discipline. Um, you know, you've given them a sense of family. Uh, what does it mean to you to see, you know, the numbers grow and everybody come together to understand that, you know, it's not just about football. It's also building those life blocks that will help all of these kids become, uh, you know, better people in the community, better husbands, better fathers. You know, what, what does it mean to see everybody come together uh, the way I'm assuming the way that you had hoped. Yeah, you know, it, it means the world. It's it's the reason why you I accepted and took the job. Um, I didn't come to Osborne with the promise that I was going to win a whole bunch of football games. I, I came to Osborne. Uh, we all came to Osborne with an expectation that we were going to be able to try and have an impact on the lives of some young men. Uh, and so we hope that that's what we're doing. Uh, that's at the centerpiece of our mission every single day. Winning football games is great, and having some success is great. But I do think it's all the the successes that we're having day to day, just with the young men, the brotherhood that they have with one another, um, the atmosphere, the passion that they play with, um, the character that they carry throughout the the school day and in the hallways. Those are that's the real success, and so it's. It's a joy to to be a part of that. Well, and that being said, obviously it's not something that you can do by yourself. You have uh, created one heck of a staff over there. Here's your chance to brag on them a little bit. Tell me, tell me about the coaching staff and uh, the way that they have uh, jumped in and helped you both on and off the field. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know that I have enough time to to brag on brag on the staff. Um, you know, and it starts with we have a coach um, in Cornelius Baker who has 
who's been with the Osborne program uh, for almost his entire life. Um, and he mentored a group of young men, uh, coached them when they were five and six years old, all the way up until um, they got to high school. And his impact on those young men has been huge. Uh, and then all the other coaches that have come, obviously Coach Ironside is the, is the wizard and the magician um, and offensively, but also as a mentor and a guy for our whole program. He just comes with such a wealth of knowledge. And I think that's the great thing about our staff is we've got some wisdom, some age, some guidance, some grittiness, some hard work, some commitment, um, and that it just all kind of comes together. And I'm so happy with the, the staff that, that we have here at Osborne. They do a tremendous job. All right, let's turn our attention to a little stuff on the field. Uh, you mentioned Coach Ironside in the offense. However, I'm looking at it, you know, you guys have played six games, and I think you've given up a total of 36 points. Now, I'm no math wizard, but the last time I checked, when you're only giving up about six points a game, uh, you know, you've got something there. So uh, who, who have been the guys on the defense who have really stepped up and uh, led that unit? Um, you know, the, the entire unit, but um, we have some really good front guys, um, Dylan Boyce, um, Dayton Wilson, Malik Colbreth, kind of anchor our front line. Uh, we've got some really talented uh, linebackers, inside linebackers. And Emilio Cervantes and Aiden Williams, who also flip over and play a lot of uh, defense, a lot of offense. And then uh, our safeties are tremendous. We have a, a, a junior safety named Ian Williams, who's one of the better kids I've ever coached. And um, all of those kids, and, and the entire defense, but all of those young men, um, all of which are older and seniors and juniors, and have been with us for three years now and really have a grasp of what we're trying to accomplish on defense every single week. Um, they they all have played a huge role in, 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 in some of the success we've had on defense. Uh, you know, this week, uh, you're playing Cherokee. Uh, last year, you went up there, and I think it was, uh, you know, like a three- or four-point game. Uh, had a couple of chances and just came up a little bit short there. Um, you know, I, I'm I'm not trying to put the uh, uh, car for the horse in any way, shape, or form. But you know, you get a win here, and things start looking really good for that P word that uh, is another month down the road. Uh, what are you guys going to have to do to uh, uh, take care of the Warriors this week? Well, it starts with playing a really good, a really disciplined football game. Um, the, they're a very, very well-coached team. They are much better than what their record would indicate. Um, uh, and they, they, they highlight a really talented quarterback and a really talented passing game. Uh, and so I, I, we have to play a good, solid, disciplined football game, both sides of the ball. Uh, but we just have to be us and, um, and believe in what we do and believe in, 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 in our mission. Uh, to just be better the next play. I think our kids show that level of concentration and grit on a daily basis. And so I think if we uh, we, we do those things, we'll be just fine. You know, last year we talked and you told me, uh, you said one of your goals was just to make 
the opponent have to game plan for you? How do you feel like you've uh, uh, accomplished that task? Because I, I, I think they're putting in a lot more time on Osborne than they used to. Yeah, I, I hope so. Um, you know, that respect is a big deal in, in this uh, game. Um, we we wanted to change one of those things uh, about uh, our program um, is that not only do we play hard, but we also kind of know what we're doing. And we make people have to, to do things maybe differently than what they've been doing to have success against you. And, and it's all part of just, the, the transformation and um, and trying to to do things the right way, uh, play hard, play aggressive, play smart, uh, play with good character, and that's one of the things I, I think is the biggest deal is that our kids play with character, and um, you know that's a testament to them, to the school, to their families, and uh, I, it is a joy to 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 know that people are people have to worry about you a little bit. Um, and that uh, when you go over and you shake your, shake their hands at the end of the game, they know they had a good football game. Well, Coach, I can't tell you how uh, how excited I am for uh, for you guys because it's been a long time coming and it's well deserved. Congratulations on the start. Um, I know it's a little a uh, little bit early to pencil in fifteen and zero, but uh, you can't do that unless you win the first six, and you've gotten that done. So. Keep it going, and uh, hopefully uh, good things are still on the way. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me on. All right, Coach, thanks. John, thanks. We'll take a timeout here, and we'll have some final thoughts on the other side of it. This is Cobb Football Friday, a presentation of Superior Plumbing, Otter's Chicken, Pinnacle Orthopedics, as well as Powers Electrical Solutions. Back with some final thoughts right after this. Right now, while it's scalding hot outside, the last thing you may be thinking about is your furnace, but you'll be relying on it soon enough with fall on the horizon, football starting, and the summer rapidly winding down. Daco Systems is waiving the diagnostic fee with repairs if needed, a value of $84. Daco Systems is also offering $50 off repairs for a limited time. In addition, Daco Systems offers duct fogging for just $129, using an EPA-approved cleaning agent to sanitize and disinfect the entire duct system. Hey, the air quality in your home matters. Take advantage of these offers to ensure your furnace and ducts are in top condition as the summer ends and cooler weather approaches. Call 770-209-2261 today for more info or visit dacosystems.com. Daco Systems, your premier train comfort specialist. All right, we thank Coach Salam. We thank all of you for locking us in. This is Cobb Football Friday. I'm Brian Giffen, and he is John Bednarowski with the MDJ. And we will talk to you next week, everybody. Enjoy the games. You've been listening to Cobb Football Friday, a presentation of the Marietta Daily Journal and the BG Ad Group.